on today's show. 15 tips for your merch table. Count them, 15. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. Cue title sequence. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Okay, hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're watching this on the YouTube, why not give it a subscribe? There comes that graphic. Smash that notification button. If you're uh, if you're watching it on the Facebook, why not give it a share? And if you're listening uh, via the podcast, why not just tell a fellow musician about your favourite music marketing podcast. Um, I'm going to apologise for Greg this week. Greg's on heavy painkillers. So that means Trapped he's, nerve in neck. his whole actions have been a little bit time stretched and maybe slightly more drawn out than normal. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, on this week's show, we're going to talk about merch, merch table tips. I would say, Greg, that as a performing musician, as part of a band uh, slash ensemble, mm -hmm. um, I would say that the money that we make from merch can account maybe up to a fifth of what we get as part of the overall revenue for a show. So merch is incredibly important, whatever stage of your music career that you're at. I did see something on Twitter a while back, and it was one particular artist saying, oh, we, we haven't got any money, so we haven't got merch. And it's like the only way that you potentially might make from money, especially if you're at that stage of your music career where you might just be getting your fuel and a couple of beers. You're not really making any money. The only way that you're actually going to make some money from those sorts of gigs is by selling your own merch. So you, at the very first instance, you need to beg, steal, and borrow, get some money together. Or maybe not buy that new guitar. Well, that, that you just need money to make merch because the merch makes money for you. Spend money to make money. So we've got a hypothetical merch table mm. at, at our uh, forthcoming show. Yep. So um, this is um, based on my own experience in terms of uh, being uh, part of my particular band for some 12 odd years, running a merch table at each and every show, right from the very first gig that we did, when we just had one CD all the way up to the... Did you really have one CD before you even did your first gig? Yeah. Wow. That's that's That really does show organisation. Yeah, we right? sold, we sold, we sold out all 50 CDs on the first night really? as well. Yeah, I wish I'd have burned some more. So yes, from the stage of, of just burning CDRs at home and cutting it, I'm sure everybody realises this, cutting out the, uh, the, the CD Inlay covers. Cards, yes, <laughs> those were the days. The thing is, it is the merch for you guys is that important to the extent that when you left the money belt with all your change in it here, I then had to go all the way over to Manchester to help make sure that you could have change. The That's float, how important. Yes. yes. More about the float in whatever. In, it oh, is. in point Eight, three. Well, point three it is. Right. So uh, we got fifteen tips to get through. Let's start rattling start? through them now. Point one. So point one. Make sure it is staffed. Right. So you're going to need somebody to sit 
attend your merch table, who's that going to be? Is it going to be a member of the band? Is it going to be a friend or associate um, who's going to run it for you, leaving you free to do other things? Uh, if so, how much are you going to pay them? Are you going to pay them a flat amount? Are you going to pay them maybe a, a percentage of whatever they sell? Are you just going to keep them fed and watered? Could be any combination of those. Are you even going to get, so say for example, you're traveling out of town to somewhere like London, are you going to get a fan from the London area to run your merch stall for you? Are they going to be okay with money? Um, I'll leave that entirely up to you, but all those are options. But first and foremost, you need somebody to, to staff that particular, your merch table, probably before and after your show, um, even though, you know, we can play to... to up to a thousand people, as my band did uh, last year for our out of town shows. I'm, you know, I'm basically running the merch stall before and after. I'm not so big that I, uh, I think that's that's beneath me. Just because I uh, appreciate that it's a, you know, it, it's a good revenue earner, and you know, it's a great way of uh, meeting and interacting with the fans. Well, yeah, I was going to say the ability to kind of that customer service perspective. Pressing the flash, it's number fifteen, but. We've, we've still got many other Of course, I'm only looking at point seven. Oh, yeah, so. there's, there's two pages this week, Greg. Wow. Two pages of notes. So, in so yeah, so it's got to be staffed. So make sure before you arrive, you, um, you know who's going to staff it. So number two, be approachable. Right. So when you think about it, your merch table is entering the wonderful world of retail. And you're going to, whoever's going to staff the merch stall, it's going to need to be approachable. There's nothing worse than if you're at a gig and um, you're approaching the merch stall and whoever's running the merch stall is reading a book or he's or on, on the phone, phone. And sat down and, you know, you, you try and pay for something and they give you that look as if to say, oh, I'm having to do some work. So it's a bit like any sort of retail or leisure experience. Whoever's running the stall needs to be open. They need to be approachable. So I would suggest stand up, um, have a big sort of smile on your face. Don't cross your arms. That's a that's a very um, closed off. It's a very closed off. Uh, you know, smile and you know, as people approach the stall, you can give them a you know formal pleasantries. You can maybe ask them where where they're from, get a bit of conversation sort of going, and make it you know just a nice place to be rather than look. I want your money. You want a CD now? Be off with you. Well, the thing as I've noticed from uh, helping, well, doing your merch occasionally, is that some people will come in and they've never seen the bands before. So in some respects, because you're set up in the foyer, before the, you are the first the point of contact. First point of contact. For that band. Yeah, so and you're you're an ambassador, whoever is running the merch stall. So again, if you're grumpy and, oh, I don't necessarily want to be there, what does that say <laughs> about um, about the rest of the night and how the band treats its fans? Hmm. I would agree. So right, yes. Number so be approachable. Have a smile on your face. Okay. On num number three, <clears throat> this is an important one. Very important. Yes. And don't don't leave it at home, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> it is have a float. Have a float. So you're going to need a stash of change. Now, if you're if you're American, you probably need lots of dollar bills. But um, 
in the UK, lots of pound coins, some maybe sort of five pound notes, and you need them separate. 50p's. From the money that you're carrying, because there's nothing worse than somebody giving you a tenner for something that costs a fiver and you haven't got a fiver change, and then you go into your wallet and you think, right, at the end of the night, I've got to make sure I pay myself. And you don't want your money getting mingled with the band's money. So, so I, you, uh, by the you... way, uh, I apologise for the people on the podcast who can't see my fantastic visual aids. So a uh, money belt, this is, a, this is our spare money belt. It's a spare one. It's a spare. This, it's even this got is a badge the, on it. This is the first one Pin we, for I, think, I think we ever had. So, yes, uh, sometimes referred to as our... Is that a fanny pack? You do feel like a waiter wearing it. A, a waiter, or indeed a market stall trader. That's, that's a good one. So all, all your change goes in there, so you're, you're, you're easily grabbing do small you, notes and change to uh, to give to the um, the uh, members of the paying general public. Do you work out a percentage, or do you just kind of go, well, I think we'll need this amount? I have a rather large float, which my wife has always He's said is, rid again. is ridiculously large in terms of... Pound was it hundred quid or something? No, 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 no. I'm not, not broadcasting the amount. It, it's smaller than that. However, oh, right, okay. it's it's probably about the same that a a small shop would actually have okay. in their tills. But I'm just one of these people that that all that wants more change than is necessary. There's very few occasions I suppose when we run out of change, and that's because we have a, a modestly large flat. I suppose, in some respects, depending on the price of your merch or give an indication of how much float you probably want, but you'd probably want at least 20 quid in change, wouldn't you? At least, yeah. Right. <clears throat> and keep that separate from your money, so the band money stays there, and your money stays here. So you've also put here, and this is something that I recommended to him, uh, is about, you know, you can get the PayPal card readers. Because card readers, yes. So many people are now not paying with cash. And it does tend to slow transactions down a bit, would you say, Greg? Um, it does, although one thing I have learned, the difficulty arrives is if the float merch person is using the phone of a band member with their <laughs> PayPal card reader because the thing locks yourself out. I've found, but this is obviously based on an element of trust because Sheldon and I have a long relationship, is that um, I will use my phone but I will log into his PayPal details and then with my phone, I can just get in just using my fingerprint and that has saved up, saved a lot of time. So yes, they are very, very useful, but I do find they can be a little bit and they won't also, if you go on a, like a venue with an open Wi-Fi, it won't connect because of security I've discovered. Yeah, and there's that's two extra things you've now got to make sure are charged. You've got to make sure your phone's charged Charge. and your card reader's charged. Card readers will seem to eat a lot of battery as, as it as it goes throughout the night, I've found. But when when it works, which it works really well, and it is pretty fast, and now... I'm from, Especially with contactless. Yes, exactly. So I think PayPal do them for about £30, so I think it's definitely an, uh, an investment worth making, and it's a lot, lot cheaper than, say, Streamline, and also the money gets put into your account within a couple of hours. The percentage is quite small, really, for the convenience factor. Yeah, and it's um, it instantly goes from your PayPal to your bank okay, account. Yeah. Well, well they say two it, hours, but it's much uh, less yeah, than I've, two I've hours. Yeah, I've found it almost instantaneous. So, point number four, get a tablecloth. Tablecloth. Now, the table that you might be assigned at your gig venue could be a little bit tatty, it could be a little bit battered, it might have seen better days. So, if you travel around with a 
nice sort of tablecloth in order to uh, to cover any uh, any potential. Uh... Have you really bought a table? You have really bought a table. I have brought a table. This, this is this is the one that we use. And here's a tip: if you buy an oh well, it, you could get a nice crushed velour tablecloth. Mm, this very is very posh. I've I've no idea where I found this. There's Do you not been... find white a little bit because it's going to get dirty? Or do you just well, wash it regularly? Wash it. It'll lose all its character. If you buy an overly large tablecloth, what you can then do is, if you're manning the merch stall yourself and then you need to run off and leave the merch stall unattended because you've oh, got you to go and do a gig, it. I can use the excess That's to fold it over. And uh, we are lucky in the, in the 12 years that we've been gigging, there's only been one instance where people have helped themselves. Really? To Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about that later. I'd never knew that. So uh, anything else that you can do to make um, your merch stall more attractive? Battery-operated fairy lights? Ignore that. Uh, so, yeah, battery-operated fairy lights. Um, the A3... Um, it's an, oh, we've got an A4, uh, what are they called? Light box? With the you know, lettering on that you can uh, oh, yeah, put yeah. a they, nice sort of message on. They've become quite popular. Recently. They have, they have. And Did, you can get them uh, reasonably cheap now. I well. don't want to go ahead of myself. Don't here, get ahead of yourself. But, but, you know, you also have a clothes rail as well. Yes, yes, yes. That, we'll leave that oh, to that, t-shirts. Okay, fair enough. Right. So that's why I wasn't sure. Yes, that's so, right. So uh, tablecloth, important. Presentation is everything. Presentation is everything. So next one is label everything. Yes. So uh, the one thing I've uh, found an absolute boon is uh, fluorescent stars. There we go. You can get those from eBay. Uh, that's a little tatty. That's just from my own personal collection. You can get them go. from eBay. You can get them from stationery shops. And they're just handy to, to stick on to any particular item. Get yourself a um, price list. Print out a couple, maybe laminate them so you can keep reusing them. And I'm, I'm foolish, really, in that I, I print them off with my set lists for each and every gig. And, and just and basically, the more you inform people about the prices of everything, or maybe what uh, something specifically contains, the less work that you well, will have to do. That's the thing, because sometimes it can get really busy, and you've got to like um, not a million people, but you've got a lot of people, and having to answer prices whilst trying to serve other people at the same time is going to slow the process down. So, yeah, just pointing So, yeah, labels are good. <clears throat> so, number six, let there be light. Let there be light. Ah. So, so light is good because in mm. quite a lot of venues, you'll be off in a dark, dingy corner and there won't necessarily be enough light to actually see what you're doing some venues are quite nice in that they'll provide a <clears throat> uh, um, a mains operated lamp some people will just let you get on with it so you're gonna need the some venue that we did in bury where that was next to that was a really nice venue because they just gave us loads of room and it was um lots of natural light but that's rare few and far between this is probably going to uh interrupt uh, your camera it is going to interrupt my camera so uh, yeah, the other exposure on your shot is now going to be um, completely shot completely ruined but uh, led light that will be beneficial so there's no plug socket uh, socket needed maybe even a couple of those i did actually i have to be honest and say i did wonder why that was always in the bag well luckily enough because we've been playing venues over the summer that have got mm. nice yeah that's a fair point uh, nice merch tables mm. and a, a nice lighting but again mm. you know people you might be playing smaller venues 
with slightly grubbier um, and um, less illuminated corners. So the next one, and this has been the bane of my life a few times. I, I don't know why he doesn't like these. Because it's like, literally, it's like being on the Krypton Factor. The next one is get a CD rack. CD rack, cardboard CD racks. Now, this, He's this already is, built this one, though. Yeah, it, it, it's really easy. Let's try and focus in on the camera. Mm. These are about, they started off being about 12 quid, I think they're about 15 pounds now. This, this has seen a lot of wear and tear over so the years. I'm, that I'm, is 15 pounds? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's making a mint off this. Oh, he didn't, he didn't mute his phone. Mm. Yeah, so uh, easily assembled, flat packed. Uh, you can disassemble it and reassemble it at every show. Just a great way for you to... But it also maximises space yes, on, your, it does. on your table. So. It may well be that uh, if you're on a, a bill with uh, several other artists, you might be sharing the merch table, so anything you can do to condense your sometimes space down. you literally get like this much space to put all your gear on. So, so I, uh, <clears throat> I love these. £15, though. I, I know someone. someone's making more out of selling merch than I am. So, yes, <clears throat> I uh, approve of CD racks if you've got... Even if you've only got one CD, you can fill it all up with various sort of copies therein. <clears throat> okay, this is an interesting one because I'm not entirely sure what you mean with this, but okay, I'm sure right. you're going to go into I'm more just, I'm detail. I'm talking about options, but carry on. Okay, right, so... Number eight is display your t-shirts correctly. So t-shirts, right. So pretty much the, 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 the one big item that everybody will want to buy. They are massive, not we'll, literally we'll, in the size. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about them shortly. So how are you going to display them or present them? You could, as if you were in a gap, you could fold them up and present them nicely on a table. It's a great idea, but they don't stay folded nicely very long. As no, no, no. But again, if if you, if you've uh, got a little in the way of space, you couldn't necessarily yeah. do that. Um, it may well be that you have some sort of a pin board behind you, and you'll have it on a hanger. Yeah. And you, but occasionally you have trouble getting the hanger to stay on the board, and you'd be gaffering stuff over, and sometimes your pins won't necessarily go in. Uh, what I, because we sell a number of t-shirts, is we have a self-assembly garment rail that we uh, assemble at each and every show. And normally there's uh, the space for... Uh, yeah, it doesn't It doesn't take up a huge amount of room. It doesn't, doesn't take a huge amount self of room. Self-assembly does is a bit misleading because it doesn't self-assemble. You have to do it. Yes. But um, I think that's only about um, that's about less than less than fifteen pounds or thereabouts. So if you've got a lot of t-shirts, or uh, or you just want to display them in a, in a nice fashion that doesn't involve sticking pins into a board, and also and then... it means that people can just peruse themselves. Yes, which people saves like time. people like a peruse. So. That, that, so basically, that's what you meant by displaying yeah, your t-shirts. So, so, so think about how you're going to display them. Are you going to put them actually on your merch stall, folded up? Um, you won't always necessarily have a, an option to uh, to pin them uh, behind you in, in a fashion. There's been occasions where um, I've had a hanger and I've tried to gaffer tape the hanger to the wall and it gets all sweaty. And yeah, so that's why I investigated the hanger option. The, uh, and to be honest, things like that you get rail. from Ikea anyway, or probably B&M. Housewares, stores. Yeah. Don't forget they might not have B&M in Well, they won't have B&M in America. Don't forget we're international, Greg. Ikea's international, isn't it? Oh, that's true, yes. 
But not Bean and Baggins. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> Wilkinson's? No. Anyway, right. So, question at number, well, point number nine is T-shirt designs and sizes. So, you're going to start out with just one T-shirt, one design. Um, when you think about it, um, in terms of the markup you can make on T-shirts, uh, most well, first off, your T-shirt is probably going to be screen printed. So, um, what is referred to as a two-color T-shirt is basically uh, a base color of your T-shirt, which is one color, and then the actual screen printing one color. You're wearing one of your own T-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is some sort of subliminal advertising so um and they can be printed reasonably cheaply i think the cheapest i've seen it in the uk for 100 t-shirts is about i think it's 360 65 pounds and you can sell that with a markup well maybe well maybe talk some generic tips okay. at the end in, in terms of markup but you know the people are, are happy to spend 10 pounds on a band T-shirt, so you can get a get a good markup. So, so whatever your band logo is, can you make it so that it is just one colour, or indeed two colours, and the colour of your T-shirt is one of the two colours? That means your uh, your screen printed tees can be uh, can be manufactured. 